0: Inside Westminster Chapter 75 Miracles do happen Ptolemy Trudge Jones returned to Downing Street triumphantly waving the huge tome of a New Deal over his head. Look, look, he squawked, like a new boy at school who'd just discovered he could pick the lock of the tuck cupboard. They said we couldn't rewrite the withdrawal agreement. They said we couldn't get rid of the backstop. Well, we managed both. And in truth, near miracles had been performed on his whistle-stop stay in Brussels. But while he was away, mice had been out playing. Two bills had been passed, one by the son of that hard-left tea-swilling fraud who'd conned everyone by simply changing his name from Sir Edmund Franklin Jones to plain Ted Jones. However, truth and class will out and so he couldn't resist gifting his son the name Everly. I mean, who calls a boy Everly? Betty suffered at school, had been Ben's cynical observation. And he'd been right, as poor little Everly had, indeed, been mercilessly picked on at prep school. By the time he had to don a boater at his next school, he'd developed quite a thick skin, and also a sense of the comedic in life. It's only a name, you gauntless fuckwit, had been his usual response to any guffaws of laughter, followed by, and I'm going to show you. And he had, by becoming a senior and well-respected politician in the Labour Party, which was really contrary to everything he'd been taught at school, but did, at least, fulfil the maxim, like father, like son. The second bill was a result of that twit of the First Order, another sir, Sir Roland Nelkin. Rowley to his friends and flower to those not. Anyway, this gaff-prone knight of the realm had been in the party for nigh on 40 years until his defection to and leading of the so-called rebel alliance. So why on earth had he put forward a motion, agreed in Parliament, that had forced the PM to accept the delaying tactics of the Jones Act? In so doing, the PM was forced by law to beg the EU for an extension beyond the sacred date of Halloween. And to top the lot, the deal couldn't be sealed until all debating and subsequent legislation on it had been completed. Holy moly, Potty sulked to Willoughby Knight Johnston, who, as leader of the House of Commons, had tried to rush the bill through in a record-breaking three days. Unsuccessfully. Even the likes of Manly Stollard, who had voted for Potty's deal, but then had voted in favour of Siroli's amendment, had realised that the continual infliction of wounds to the foot was totally freaking out the great unwashed, who were on the verge of a collective nervous breakdown at the ridiculous and pointless shenanigans of the so-called political elite of this kingdom. Brexit, in any shape or form, was proving to be the ultimate conundrum and was turning into the political puzzle of the century and one with absolutely no answer. So the much-vaunted Super Saturday, where Parliament was convened on the weekend for the first time since the Falklands War, had turned out to be a bit of a damp squib. Potty's New Deal was supposed to have sailed through the Commons, but no dither and delay and obfuscation had meant that Potty's Churchill moment was to be delayed for a wee while longer. Ben, Matthew and Potty had decided, before Super Saturday, that under no circumstances was the PM of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland going to sign a letter pleading with them over there for anything. So they dreamed up the wheeze of sending a letter requesting an extension beyond Halloween and not signing it. How clever. Then they sent another letter saying that allowing an extension would be a very, very bad idea. Then for good measure they sent a third letter Though no one knows what that one contained. Meanwhile, the other bete noir in all the shenanigans of Brexit, Ewell Fudge, was suggesting something he'd sworn he'd never condone, and that was asking for a delay to the deal. How'd you manage that one? drawled Potty as he was galloping through a glass of his favourite red wine. I mean, he was arch no deal. What's changed his mind? What'd you think? had been Ben's reply. Dunno, splattered Potty, who was stuffing his mouth full of crisps. Please tell. Bribery, spiked Ben, plain and simple. How's that? Oh, I started the rumour that there was the idea brewing that he was in line for a peerage. Well, he has been trying for years to get into the commons, so it might work. Anyway, well done. Because I could do without that fraudster, masquerading as the saviour of the ordinary bloke, keep popping up with his effing opinions. I'm amazed he's managed to stay so long as an MEP. I mean, who votes for him? Well, there's your answer. I mean, who in this country has ever bothered to vote in the European elections? Good point. And with that, the pair flopped into the comfy chairs in Ben's office and talked about the rugby.